Hey, this is Keith. Or some actor playing Keith, I'm not really sure anymore. But um, we're coming to the end. The end of my Los Angeles con spree. But before I leave, I have some scores to set and discover a couple truths to be revealed. It's all going to come down to the season finale of Rideshare Episode X. It's going to drop on December 3rd. Now, until then, I want you to catch up by binge listening the first season. And I suggest that you do exactly as I say. Or you're going to miss all the fun. Hey, it's Brent Pope, the host of Breakfast with Brent Pope. You've seen me on some of your favorite TV shows saying things like, give it up, Jimmy. You got to sink this putt to win. On Breakfast with Brent Pope, I sit down with guests from the entertainment world and we do it all over breakfast. Or should I say breakfast? Every week on Breakfast, you get inside Hollywood info and tips, great breakfast wrecks and booty debates. Most of all, you get the most delightful 30 minutes of your week. So dig in. It's Breakfast time. Listen at breakfast.com, Apple Podcasts, or wherever fine podcasts are found. The Triforce of Wisdom, Link. The evil wizard Ganon has the Triforce of Power. Whoever gets both Triforces will rule this land forever. You must help me, Link. Hey, for you, Zelda, anything. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to your favorite G.I. Joe podcast show. And this week we're doing a Patreon special. We're doing the Super Mario Brothers Super Show presents The Legend of Zelda instead of G.I. Joe. This is Knowing is Half the Podcast, and I am Ray Stacanus. These things have really become a lifeline for me, not just through the show, because obviously watching uh, Deke era G.I. Joe is something that hurts my soul. But like in this entire whole coronavirus nonsense, I feel like I can um, I, I can sort of like hold on to that this is eventually going to happen and we'll get through this because we got through an era where this kind of thing was on television oh yeah and somehow society didn't collapse and wait, it should have are it you sh- wait are you shitting on the legend of zelda or are you shitting on deke era gi joe uh why can't we have both no i like this legend of zelda oh my we, god we, I, we, I, I wait, wait gina it. you liked this <laughs> This, okay, we're having it. a conversation. Oh, yeah, we're doing a podcast about it. Um, so the whole deal is we went from Deke era G.I. Joe to Deke era Super Mario Brothers. So we really haven't oh, gone anywhere. Deke? Oh, I had no, I had no idea. Program. Yeah, they really stepped their game up for this. Oh, yes. I, no, I disagree. <laughs> they really stepped their game up two years before Deke era G.I. Joe. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Well, then we're talking about The Legend of Zelda. This is an episode called Kiss and Tell. Oh, boy. And it was suggested off of Patreon by TJ Bronson. TJ, thank, thank you, you so TJ. much. You're a good, good, good dude, and we appreciate you, and we're doing your episode. And this okay, episode only, is Only I appreciate you. These other two monsters want to beat you down. Um, You know, why say the quiet part out loud, Gia? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if the NFL can do it, why can't we? Like, oh. Hey, the NFL's back. We should all be excited. No, no uh, one is excited. Sh- I'm very excited. How dare no you? One, Look, no one with half a brain is excited. The only thing I love more than G.I. Joe and uh, myself is uh, the NFL. So That's I am terrible. the only person You're on this panel. You're a terrible person. To, to be very excited about football. And I'm excited they just figured out a way to make it work. To make it just worse? Make it well, make, make it worse. It even, <laughs> even worse? 
It's a wonderful sport, and I highly recommend people. Uh, if you haven't heard of it, it's called the National Football League. It causes brain damage. Don't listen to Ray. So do half the things I engage in, Gina. Like, you just have to make choices in life. This is why you don't understand Legion. I don't think you're wrong. Jan and I never played football. We understand Legion. I mean, that's fair. I mean, look, this is a very small sample size. <laughs> I'm just saying out loud. Guys, so here we are. We're doing The Legend of Zelda. Um, and this is just wild that it's just it's Mario week, I guess, here for me, in that we just did Mario versus Sonic on the Who Would Win show in the last few days. And now we're talking, it just popped up next in the in the hopper. We're doing Legend of Zelda <laughs> with the Super Mario Brothers. Can we talk for a moment about the Super Mario Brothers theme song? Love Gina, it. Gina, I know you have no, thoughts. We don't. I no, love we it. don't. Uh. We have a lot of thoughts. It's, let's hear it. Well, let's hear it. What Chan, year was first up? Let's hear it because people might not remember. Wait, or I might not Ch- be familiar. I think Chan was saying we don't have it. Oh, oh no! I thought you were. I thought you were asking to hear my thoughts on it. <laughs> oh no! I want to hear that as well. Song, yes, I don't. But let's hear oh, the song Christ. first. All right. <laughs> How it did our theme song throwdown? I, I don't know. With the Mario Brothers and plumbing's a game, we're not like the others who get all the fame. Is in trouble, you can call us on the double. We're faster than the others, you'll be hooked on the brothers. That's the Super Mario Brothers theme song. Gina, uh, I'm a fan. It's rap. It's the early or late 80s, uh, 1989. So this introduced all rap to white people. And I'd like to say we're all a better culture for it. I enjoy it. It makes me want to get up and groove. And as everyone knows, groove is in the heart. Thank you. You No, that's delight, and that is not rap. This is also not rap. The it's 1989, so people knew what rap was, (laughs) and this is not it. No, no one ever heard of it before this, Chan. I'm Super Mario, and I'm here to say I love plumbing in a major way. He loves his plumbing in a major way. Come on, that Um, lays out everything you need to do in a catchy tune. It needs to. It lays out everything you need to know about Mario. He loves his work. It's yeah, everything it, you need in a catchy tune, except for the part where it catches you. <laughs> uh, I am fully I caught. caught. I was yeah. caught. I think Chan oh, yeah. didn't put the Super Mario theme song in the theme song throwdown because he was afraid it would win the whole thing. I like this whole thing, too. They've got Mario. They've got Luigi. You can imagine yourself in a Mario and Luigi sandwich. They're dancing all weird. They're, they don't really okay. have rhythm. I see where the disconnect here is. I have no interest in being in a Mario and Luigi sandwich. Lies. Gina and Ray do. So that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. I mean, that's fine. I'll, I'll, I'll be good. <laughs> I bet they smell like marinara sauce. That's a that's a good thing? Yeah, of course that's a good thing. Uh, Gina's Italian. Of course Gina thinks that's a I good did. thing. I don't know. I don't want to. I don't want to like have racist stereotypes about Italian people. <laughs> no, no. But Gina just keeps on knocking them down, yeah, pin if by you're pin. Italian like, Chan, you get to make those Italian stereotypes, right? Look, Isn't that if, how it works? If I could sleep on a bed of marinara sauce sheets, I would. No one doesn't love that smell. That's really uh, unpleasant. That is really, mm. frankly, upsetting. Is it? Is it? Because I think you're going to wake up in the middle of the night tonight and think, oh, mm, wow, this bed is pretty comfortable. I'm the right level of coolness. There's just one thing missing, and it's an overwhelming smell of marinara sauce emanating <laughs> from my sheets. Jesus Christ. <laughs> if an overwhelming marinara smell were coming from my sheets, I would go to the doctor. Yeah, I, I don't care what time Some... of day it was. I would just bang on the door and be like, hey. Hey, something down here smells like 
<laughs> fucking cooked tomatoes. Help me, doctor. Yeah. And he would be like, it's a me, Dr. Mario. <laughs> oh, <Jesus. laughs> Take a yellow a pill, pill and a blue pill yeah. and put them on top of a red pill. <laughs> oh, so now you're going to be a red pill? Is that what's up, Gina? Is that where we're going with this? <laughs> I didn't realize we we're taking that conversation here, but let's let's dive in, Joe Rogan. Um, this is terrible. I want nothing to do with it. You want everything to do with it. This is the highlight yeah. of your goddamn week. Uh, the amount of time that we have been recording versus the amount of time that has made it to the podcast, <laughs> owing mostly to my microphone difficulties, makes yeah. me think that my Wrong. mic was trying to get me out of this. It was like, dude, nothing good's going to come out of this. Just... Just I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna stay off. I'm gonna stay off and you you could just go, I don't know, play Civ Six or something. Just have some and pumpkin you, of spice the three cookies. Of us, you're don't. the only one here who plays Civ Six. <laughs> I know. That's how is that gonna be the pool you go with? Um so <laughs> the, I got one thing I want to say about the to wrap up the theme song. Uh I'm hooked on the brothers, the brothers, Ew. the brothers, oh, the, no. brothers the brothers. Ow. You know, I had a cousin one time who got hooked on the brothers and it 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 didn't end well. We had to put him in an institution and he had to detox for a while. But when he got out, he went right back to the brothers. Okay, Wasn't that here's just a thing. red meth and green meth, you know, and then they come combined together. Is that no, is no, that no, no, no. Brothers? What that sounds like is that you have uh, a, a gay family member who Uh-oh. was uh, uh, who enjoyed uh, black men. And then you had him institutionalized <laughs> for interracial dating. Wow. So that does not come across well at all. Chance, someday I'm going to run for president and they're going to use this against me. And it's going to be like the steamroll job the press is doing on Donald Trump. Oh, it's working so well, too, I could point out. Um, uh, Chan, I didn't think you were going to take it there, but you did. And so I'm just going to keep going ahead because uh, no, I think she we're, kept I think saying we're it and I couldn't. I was like, I'm just going to let that slide. She nope. kept bringing it back. I'm like, no, I can't. Yeah. I can't do that. I have I have a responsibility <laughs> to my people. So my Sim Six people, <laughs> my Sim Six people. Um, so I used to watch this show back when it was uh, on TV. Uh, I admit it. I watched it every day. And the cool thing was, it was Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday was the Super Mario Brothers, and then on Fridays it was Legend of Zelda Day. So it was like Fridays were like extra cool because you got to watch the rad Legend of Zelda cartoon, which I was a massive fan of back when I was. Would this be middle school aged? Uh, do you guys? So we've done both the Super Mario Brothers show and the Legend of Zelda show before on this. Uh, wait, what are wait, our I, overall feelings? I don't remember the Legend of Zelda show before. I do remember Mario. Maybe Legend of Zelda was without me. Uh, potentially, or you blacked it out. Both of those perfectly viable options. Yeah. No, yeah. generally I, speaking. Here's the thing. I I said it before. I enjoyed this. I like hearing the Legend of Zelda music. It had it had a high nostalgia factor for the video game itself. I will say, I did not realize Link was such a fuckboy. This. Oh, oh, Link is the f- yes. Okay. Excuse me, princess. Yes, that uh, was my first note. The he is. A fucking asshole, and that is the main reason why I do not like this show. Uh, because yeah, starting from that, excuse me, princess, which I think is just sort of a take on uh, Steve Martin, which is fine. It's, it's 100% I guess, that but- it's because nothing that Nintendo kids of the 80s enjoyed more than <laughs> the stand up comedy persona of Steve Martin. <laughs> yeah, I, I will say that I didn't. If I didn't make the Steve Martin connection because that would have made me actually like him. But those are yeah. like the first words out of his mouth that I remember. And I immediately wrote down, ugh, what a fuck boy. 
and the whole time, yeah, it, it's just him going like, "Hey, I want to kiss you, baby. All I want to do is get a kiss from the princess." And then he's like a chauvinist dickhole. But uh, I will say that the, he's not portrayed in a in a good light. Like it's not like they're trying to make it out. Like like uh, Zelda is clearly the superior being here. She's she, the goddamn protagonist. She, yeah, but he he like gets his comeuppance and he ends up being a really like sad sack who needs to be rescued by a woman. So like at its wow. heart, it's basically starting out by being like, okay, here's a fuck boy. Oh, we're going to immediately give him some comeuppance. He's going to need to rely on two women to get him out of this crap. Well, uh, the whole deal Hold with on. the Legend of Zelda uh, show uh, is that, yes, Link is a fuckboy. He is the quote-unquote the protagonist of the show, but he's trying to bang the princess, like, the entire time. Well, he's, duh. And he's, very, and he's very open about trying to bang the princess, and she is into it, but she knows he's a fuckboy and doesn't want to give it up. Like, that's yeah, the have game you that met, they play. Have you met the 80s, Ray? You just described the <laughs> plot of literally everything from the 80s. Oh my god, I did. Garbage Pail Kids, the movie. <laughs> Garfield comics, the backsides of cereal boxes. It's all of them. RoboCop. <laughs> it it all tracks. Uh yes, it is a trope, uh, of course. And it's 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 in this fantasy world where I guess it was sort of implied anyway, but like really that's doesn't to my understanding that's not how the video games of that era worked at all. Um, I'm I, I'm kind of curious about the rest of the series. If memory serves, the one we did, it was uh, more uh, about uh, Link, like doing heroic shit and saving yes. the princess. 100%. And this one is this one is kind of an, an anomaly. And even still, the solution, uh, the way for uh, uh, Link to win is to get a girl to kiss him. Except it, they, it, they they specifically say of her own free will. Yeah. I mean, cool. It's not date rape, but yeah. it's <laughs> it skirts so close to that that I'm I'm hard pressed no. to uh Look, there's a lot of sexism in this episode, which is why I was surprised to hear I, Gina so overwhelmingly positive about no, it. No, here's the thing. I disagree. I think like they they don't glorify him in this. I think he he looks like a tool. The chick gets to kick ass and save and like when she like they immediately launch into her basically being like stupid Link. I was supposed to have a an adventure with him. That's all right. I don't need a man to have an adventure. And she immediately comes upon a three-headed dragon threatening a woman. And she's like, I, I got this shit. Like, I don't that to me is not sexist. Like that, that to me is basically saying, look, you don't you don't need the fuckboy to have a good time, and you don't need one to protect you. And yeah. even when he does get there, it's all an elaborate plan anyway, so he doesn't save shit. Uh, you know, you're not wrong. I guess my whole thing is, you know, she's doing the, you know, reverse sexism or whatever the heck you call that thing. Where, uh, not uh, a thing. That's that's a reverse <laughs> sexism. It's as bad as reverse racism. Not, not a thing. Is that not is that not a thing? Oh, but I've been on a lot of these websites lately and they really <laughs> insist that it's a thing. Yeah, that Dr. Mario site just really went <laughs> went off the rails when it started talking about the red pills. <laughs> they stopped talking about yeah. the yellow pills. Don't when know why. Luigi it's still became part of the an game, incel. It really, oh, it really depressed but everyone. Deep down, Luigi was always an incel. That's true. They no just one, didn't have a word no for it. No one ever wants him. They always want Mario, or as he calls him, Chad. Chad. 
<laughs> so anyway, the Princess Stacy gets over to the three-headed uh, uh, monster, and it's clear that there's something not quite on the up and up here because the, uh, the, the beautiful maiden and the giant monster seem to be working together. It looks like a giant setup. What I appreciated it is uh, Zelda starts. She all she's got is a bag of fruit, so she starts throwing like grapefruits and lemons, and and the monster and the and the the the, the damsel in distress. Well, the monster wants to play along. The monster's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna do the thing. What the heck? We're off script, but let's improvise." And then the lady's just like, "You're a lady. You can't save me," which is a little, you know, overtly sexist, you know. Yeah, but she's she's a again. It's it's a villain that says this. Also, I have to say when. When Zelda throws a grapefruit and it goes down one of the throats of one of the dragon heads and he says, grapefruit gives me heartburn, that was a good line. Oh, it was cute. I thought it was weird that she threw uh, that. that she said, eat this grapefruit, and then it was like suddenly it was a lemon? I don't know. That was a little weird. No, she had a bunch of fruit because before that she pulled an apple out of that and, and ate it. Hmm. Uh, she just, hmm. she's just, that's her, that's her picnic lunch. She's got a lot of fruit. She's going to eat she it. She brought only fruits. I think she was planning to throw it at Link. I think that there's, was uh, There's part probably of her some idea. beef jerky at the bottom and some nuts. Some nuts. There's always some raisins, too, and nobody likes that. Nobody. Mm. So, uh, Wheeler, was it Gleok? Is that the name of the, uh, is that the, yep. name of the three-headed dragon? He was cool. Mm-hmm. I like that guy, actually. And Link uh, uh, then uh, shows up, uh, huzzah. And he, he swings on down and he starts shooting the different heads with his sword, which is fun. And, and he's he, being he, a shit again, too. Of course, he's, he's, he's being a shit. So Zelda ends up like dropping a banana peel on the ground and then uh, the, the trips the monster. So that way he can win. Again, uh, great. I, this is this is cool. Link shows up. He's a cocky shit. She casually eats a banana because she knows she's got it under control. And then takes control. I, this to me is not. This is a good. This is a good message. Yep. Yep. So I mean, here's mm. the deal. I'm on board with. It. Actually, I like that part a lot when she drops the banana peel and it. That's great. So he ends up winning the day. I guess I. It sort of rubbed me a little uh, wrong in the way that uh, Penny used to always do shit, and Inspector Gadget would always get the credit. And as a little kid, I was like, "Fuck that." Penny's doing all this work. How dare they like undersell her, you know, uh, um, contributions and stuff. So I was like, man, Zelda's doing all the work here. How come the friggin' Link's the one that gets all the credit? Yeah, that Weird. that's fair. Again, I, like I will say, though, that he he very clearly knows he's inadequate. Like like the difference between like an in Inspector Gadget, Inspector Gadget was legitimately clueless, always thought he saved the day and and always sort of like talked down to Penny and and legitimately didn't know whereas in this at least link to me came off as deeply deeply insecure and oh, he's zelda, very insecure. and zelda yeah. knows she's the shit so it's yes. not like she's 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 getting the credit where it's most important which is like to herself and also i would argue to to link because I think he knows she's better than him, which is why he's trying so hard. Love of all is easy to achieve. People did say they wanted more singing. Okay, all of this is upsetting. Okay, so so uh, he wins the day, and the uh, the damsel distress has long ago. Stop it! Nobody, nobody. They all want this. This is I can't even say it out loud. Like I know I'm wrong. So he wins the day, and then the damsel in distress says she's gonna offer him a kiss, 
and he's like, finally, Zelda, you should you could learn something, which is kind of mm. that's a real trash mm. move. That's Ooh. a real trash. Yeah. Move. And again, he's about to immediately get his comeuppance. Yeah, it's wild. This is, so like, she, this is like when you watch when you see videos of tailgaters who then hit a curb and flip their car. It's very satisfying. He's a shit oh. and he immediately gets fucked. I thought you were talking about tailgate, like tailgating parties. So I, was I like, did do it first. Wait a minute. They're like barbecuing and they hit a curb. How the fuck? I don't know. You know what it is? It's like when you watch it on these tailgate videos of Buffalo Bills fans, bringing it back to the NFL for a sec, where they love to get drunk and then throw each other through tables in the parking lot. Good Everything Lord. about this sport is, is terrible. That is, this that is, is a, a known fact about that fan base. And it makes <laughs> me embrace and love them even more. Those are my people. Good people of Buffalo, you will, you are seen. Um, Sounds like a YouTube hole I'm about to go down tonight. Oh, you, Chan, did it? That is. <laughs> you think the pimple popping hole is a is a rough one? The the Bills fans going through tables equally fun. <laughs> um, so he kisses the damsel, and it turns out it was a mummy monster who then casts a spell on him with a kiss. So he is zapped and turns into a frog person, a frog person, and he like is sad and runs away. Yeah, it's a reverse princess and the frog. The like original version Cupid. of Princess and the Frog, not the new version of Princess and the Frog, which is basically exactly this. Yes, it's wonderful. Uh, so he he basically is very sad. He says, I can't do anything anymore. And I'm like, I feel like you have few powers now. I feel like you're actually yeah. in a better place yeah. than you so were previously. It took, me, it took me the entire episode to realize this because I was like, wait, he's he's better now. Like he can kill yeah. things with his tongue. He can he can walk on like on ceilings. But I realize at the end that the one thing that he can't do is wield the sword anymore. He can. I mean, like he's got webbed hands, so it's difficult. But I feel like if he trained himself, he could do it. Oh, see, I thought it like sucked away his power or something. Because, no, I don't because think honestly, was I was like, oh, this dude is now a freaking superhero. Before all he yeah. had was a, was a magical sword. Yeah. Now he's Toad from X-Men. Yeah, he's Spider-Man. I mean, he's over there, like, walking on the ceilings, you know. Uh, my Toad from X-Men reference with your Spider-Man reference, right? Yeah, mine, mine is better. Toad can't walk on ceilings. He's okay. Frog yes, he from Chrono Trigger, everybody. That oh, is you know the what? analogy. I take it all so back. So he should be able to weed that, wield that sword. Yeah, I just, like, it's just, you've got a little bit of, not even that much webbing on the hands. Like, just train yourself to use it. Like, I don't know. Like, that's not, he's got superpowers now, and he's walking around like, I can't do anything. It's he like, is it's ugly, like, though, and I bet he smells. Oh, he's, he is ugly. I think he wow. smelled before, to be fair. Way to bring look is, looks is, what's looks-ism? that word where you like, look, lookies? Lookyism. Yep. Hell yeah, lookism is shit. Yeah. I admit it. Gina, I only like the sexy people who cartoon. look like frogs. <laughs> yeah, I only like the sexy cartoons. We've this is well established. I'm not going to change now. Well, this is this is what I appreciate about the friendship that Zelda and Link have is the fact that he looks like a frog. He's real sad about it, and she just starts crying and talking about how gross he looks. <laughs> like you know, way to be there in the moment for your friend. Yeah, like, I, but I mean, at some point, I feel like she does say something like, "I'll still be your friend. You're just gross." Yeah. Great. Yeah. Which, like, still I, be your I, I do feel like sums up most of my friendships. <laughs> well, which one of you looks like the frog <laughs> in this scenario? That is horrifying. I'm a monster. I've seen worse. Hey, you still have me. I'll always be your friend. <laughs> um, it's at this point that Ganon attacks, takes out Frog Dude, who's, you know, wallowing in self-pity, and an Octorok grabs Zelda, and then they go off into the, the nether realm or wherever the heck they live. 
Yeah, Link is I'm, knocked out. I'm kind of confused about the 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 bad guy's plan here because again, Link is still pretty badass even in frog form and all he does is leave two spiders like he leaves yeah that was a weird plan like that's yeah. that's his plan to undo him as two spiders i don't get well, it i guess he feels he's so demoralized that he wouldn't want to fight him anymore I and that if he, if he has trouble with the sword or his looks or he's just because let's face it link is 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 kind of cocky um he is you know he is a fuck boy as you said before uh, and, and I guess to that point, once you take away that person's looks, and all the self-confidence was a lie anyway. So mm-hmm. I guess maybe that's what he's counting on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but and he ends up walking in and just destroys him, like one shots him. So, I mean, maybe there's some truth to that, at least at first, because um, Link ends up eating those like robot, whatever, magic spiders. Yeah. And the, the sprite shows up, which is like the little fairy that from the Legend of Zelda games. Mm-hmm. And immediately she sees him. Uh, uh, in in his own room, hiding in uh, hiding in, in 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 draperies, and he's just like, "Hey, I just got to warn you, I don't look good right now." She's like, "It's cool." He takes off his takes off the bed bed sheets, and she just starts screaming. <laughs> and I'm like, "Everyone is trying to make this dude feel bad. He told you he's in a bad situation. Believe look, him. Make up your mind. Do you dislike him and want to, him to get a comeuppance, or do you feel bad for him? That's why I think this is a good." episode because he starts out as a shit and then everyone is basically like oh my god you're a hideous freakish monster and he's like well maybe i'm not such a good person after all no he ends up as a shit he gets turned back he's like whew thank goodness that's over i'm gonna keep doing my shit except those are tv writing rules where where you can't have any genuine growth in certain in certain genres of tv but but i'm telling you if this is every episode if every episode he starts out as a shit and then has something bad happen to him and has to has to basically eat it and be humbled and then ends up as a shit again. I would watch that. <laughs> yeah, that's not how I think very many of these episodes ended up going. Maybe we just lucked into this one. Um, well, I mean, it was chosen specifically and it yeah. may have been it may have actually been the uh, sort of uh, heiress apple of discord kind of thing like. Well, I'm going to throw this one in the oh, middle yeah. of these three yutzes and see what happens. Man, and look at you. And TJ, you were correct. You were but the golden correct. apple ref. Look at you. Okay, I'm happy now. Um, <laughs> uh, so they decide to seek out uh, sprites. We got to seek out the wisest person we can. So they seek out somebody called the Witch of Walls. And this then part is cool. One. This part is cool. They find the longest wall in the kingdom, and then they find this iron tree next to it. And then they sort of like do a little summoning, and the witch shows up. At yeah, which hold point, on, because yeah, yeah. the a wall. I was yeah the uh, the riddle I was kind of looking forward to and the wall that doesn't end uh, they're like oh look it goes down into the ground I'm like we're gonna go underground I thought so okay, too I'm yeah. starting to get yeah. into this and they're like now that's it it just it's just a curvy wall it's like, a what kids the show I I know and as a kid I would have been fucking disappointed as shit by that. I, I wanted digging. I really did. I wanted digging and an underground layer. That's where I assumed yeah. we were going. Yeah, yep, yep. I did expect more of a riddle to this riddle, uh, uh, but I I will forgive it because it's a kid's show, and I did think the witch herself ended up being pretty damn dope. The witch yeah, was she's great. cool. Now, and if you could play the line right here, because the witch comes out of the wall to talk to them and, in theory, help them, and what does Sprite say? What is this? Ugly people day? She says to a purse to a person to two people, one of which is you know is the way that God made her, and the other one is under under a spell. And she basically she's being cavalier about the fact how ugly everyone is. All right, Sprite, bring it down a notch. I yeah, dig it. I, I dig it. You dig it. 
<laughs> no, Who what, are what, you? what's going on? Oh no, she's been replaced by the thing. <laughs> this is how what's, we know. What's going on here is the same problem I had. I think I think the show is Mighty Max. Like Mighty the Max, kid yeah. was like a total prick. And even though th- I, I think the show otherwise was wasn't that bad, like I just got turned off from from moment one because like this fucking kid, we got to follow this one. And uh, I think like no matter what happens, uh, that there are so many unpleasant characters that we're supposed to be rooting for. I'm like, Ugh, I don't. Yes, I don't again, normally I do hate that, but I just think that that in this episode, as soon as he's turned into a frog and everyone is so disgusted by him and he's eating bugs and is grossed out by himself, like he he takes a little bit of a hero's journey. He starts out cocky and then and then, you know, he 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 gets what for. He's Odysseus, except, you know, he ends where he started, but <sighs> Like you yeah. know, th- through, the the middle, jury, it, through the middle, through the middle, it sort of is easy to root for him because he's so pathetic. So basically, it's it's Odysseus if Odysseus was Sisyphus. No, if Odysseus was Odysseus, hmm. I felt like that was a really good ref. Okay, so oh, I see what you I see what you were trying to do there, Ray. Yeah, and so did it I. just doesn't it doesn't work <laughs> at no, all. And here's the deal: mm-hmm. neither of you is going to let me have it. This is why we can't have nice things. You saw exactly what I was going for. You saw it sort of worked, and you both looked at me collectively and went, "No, no, that's like that's like I said. Oh, here's a grilled cheese sandwich. It's sort of like a grilled cheese sandwich. And you said if if a grilled cheese sandwich was a meatball sub. And it's like, yeah, I guess they're both sandwiches, but I already oh called God. it what it was. I think I'm the frog person in this <laughs> equation. <laughs> Gina keep trying to bring it around to that goddamn marinara sauce. Every I'm single time with the Italian food. Yeah, I'm I'm currently soaking my sheets in it. So, <laughs> and there's a fifty fifty chance she is telling the truth right now. Yeah, I don't want to go over and find thing. out. Yeah, no. <laughs> I'm oh, glad that this is not a video podcast because there might actually be visual evidence. Oh boy. Uh, you know, yeah. You're like, oh god, is she joking or not joking? I, there's there's just I'm in a place now where I just don't ever want to know. I get it. G.I. Joe will return after these messages. Did you see the latest Nintendo newsletter? Whoa, nice graphics. I'd like to get my hands on that game. You mean you haven't played it yet? We can play it on my Nintendo Entertainment System. It's the Legend of Zelda, and it's really rad. Those creatures from Ganon are pretty bad. Octorox Tech Tech's levers, too. But with your help, our hero pulls through. Yeah, go, Link. Yeah, get some. Awesome. Intense. The Nintendo Entertainment System. Your parents help you hook it up. The Legend of Zelda sold separately. Now, back to G.I. Joe. Uh, so we find out the cure is a princess has to kiss you by choice, which is an interesting use of the words. Wait, can I just say that? So, so the reason this the reason this wall witch is show, is so dope is because she just she blends into the wall anytime she's not summoned, and is just I guess just chilling there. And I just wonder what does she do all day? Like, does she does she sort of enter a dreamlike state, or is she just bored as crap watching people walk by her wall because she's eager to get back to being in her wall? You know what? Oh, yeah, she's no. like, she, I think she, I, I believe she's like a town gossip, and she just likes knowing everybody's tea, and, oh, okay. and she's sitting there like the world is her reality show. Okay, all right, I'm into uh, it. I, I feel like it's. Uh... Kind of like my situation where like there's people all around me just go, I can't take it anymore. I'm freaking the fuck out. I got to get out of here. And me being the introvert, I'm like, 
cool, man. I don't have to go anywhere. <laughs> oh, so you're, you're, the, you're the wall and... witch in this episode. Oh, 100%. Okay. Oh, boy. And again, I kind of feel like she's playing Civ Six in there. Oh like God. she's got all the time in the world. She's just going to occupy herself, not even worry <laughs> about it. And if someone comes over like, hey, hey, good to see you, man. Yeah, no, okay, well, okay, well, you should be going now. I told you what you needed to know. I'm going to be back here on my lonesome. Uh, have a nice day. Also, the design of her is pretty cool. I, yeah. I like the design. I thought it worked. It blended in with the wall. I thought it was solid. You know, yeah, solid and, al- and also like very undeek-like because someone clearly tried with the animation. <laughs> You're not wrong. Well, You're not- this is 19. 19- okay, no. I was 89. They haven't quite totally given up yet. We're getting there. Well, we're no, we're close. Some of them have. Um, so okay, so this takes us into Act Three, where a uh, Link, uh, Link Frog, he now can walk on the ceiling. We talked about this before. Like he's walking on walls, walking on the ceilings, much I'm like, of course, like wall. any person oh, who sees that action dancing on the ceiling. I see. Oh, I see. You're gonna go Lana Richie. I'm going mm-hmm. the uh, mm-hmm. Katrina the Waves. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> um, it, bottoms up. God damn it. Sunshine. Whoa. <laughs> and don't feel good. Hey. <laughs> I wish that person had never <laughs> said they wanted more of you guys singing on the show. That's the one note I wish we, I could eradicate from please. existence. We aim to please. Can oh I just say, I, I dig a Sorcerer Warthog. No, oh, Ganon. Ganon's cool on this show, man. I mean, I don't know who did the voice acting for him, but um, he, he brings it every single time. He's, yeah. He's... He's pugnacious. He's got cool teleport powers. He zaps people. He's got a great laugh. I don't know. I'm I'm a fan as well. Yeah, I want to like feed him a little apple. <laughs> Gina, uh, you want to eat him, don't you? You no. want yeah, that's what you want to see wanna... Gannon with an apple in his mouth no. on your dinner table. I want to pet his little snout. <laughs> there was a really bad line in there where he was like, uh, uh, "Hey, we got the princess, and we're going to take her power. Maybe make out a little bit later. I don't know." Yeah. And then, and then she she gives him the business because this is a feminist show, unlike what you thought it was, Ray. And perhaps a little kiss. Try it, and you'll lose some teeth, pig face. I'm still not 100 percent convinced, but uh, I see where you're coming from at least. So we're we're, we're making progress. Uh, so he goes to he ends up saving, makes a save uh, when uh, uh, Ganon's moving in for the uh, for the the unpleasant vibes. And he says, uh, Zelda, the big thing we got to do right here is you got to kiss me right now so I could turn back. And she's like, snap. Okay, let's do it. And then Ganon immediately comes back and he's like, no, dude, cock block. And then he's like, zap. And then Link goes flying across the room again and gets nearly knocked unconscious a second time. Uh, yeah. And again, the hits just keep on coming. He's 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 he keeps getting knocked down. And I'm glad that he starts. He's well, again very happy that I'm he sorry. started out a fuckboy and then and then got multiple hits. Did you say that he got knocked down? What did he do after that? Did he? I think he he, back up again. I heard he, it. He I didn't want it. Got up again. Oh. They're never going to keep him down. Hmm. Uh, what's amazing though is that Sprite well, comes over and gives him a whiskey drink, <laughs> gives him a lager drink, gives him a cider drink, and sings oh, the songs was, that remind him of the good times. I was just going to let it go, but you do you want to push it? <laughs> You want to? You want look? Want it's the one musical by... reference I actually know. So yes, I'm going to push this one. Ray, you want <laughs> you, you want me in. Ray? Do you want Chan to push it real good? God damn it! <laughs> uh, 
What are any of you doing right now? This is this is the final episode of Knowing Is Half the Podcast. Yay, it only took five and a half years. Five and a half years. We got it, guys. You finally broke me. Wait, because we had a perfect episode. That's what you mean, right? That's why, yes. You finally did it right. Uh, we finally made our musical episode. That's how you know we're in like season six. Is that oh, what? Oh man! <laughs> oh, please let us never do that. Um. Okay, so the sprite ends up being like, "Oh, Link, I feel so bad for you." She kisses him, and poof, he brought turns back into Link again because it turns out that she's the her dad is actually king of the fairies, which you know, good piece of knowledge. Could have probably at any point. Could have brought it up She was like- there when the she was there when he was told what was up. But I like it. I like that she's that humble that she like literally forgot. Like she was just like, oh yeah, I guess he I guess he needs like a real princess like Zelda. And then at the end she's like, oh right, dumb dumb. I forgot. I have three master's degrees and my dad's a king. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know what? I think this is a, a plot point that I think I forgot about uh, until right now is that the sprite is actually super thirsty for Link. Like the whole time. Oh, so it's a it's a Tinkerbell Peter Pan situation? Was no, Tinkerbell this is a Starship Troopers situation yes. where Casper oh. Van Dien is stuck between uh, Dina Meyer and uh, um, Denise Richards. Yeah, Denise in, Richards. In, in Peter Pan, Tinkerbell is consistently jealous of mm. uh, of Mary. Well, he always I is mean, putting Sprite in the friend zone, but she's also Wendy, like, you know, Wendy. 10 inches tall, 10 inches tall. So it's not like anything's going to happen there. Yeah. yeah, but in in the movie Hook, uh, Julia Roberts is able to is able to want to be big so badly, and then she kisses him and he cheats on his wife. Well, why? Wait, what? What huh? happened in this movie? What? Come on, Hook. I've I've never oh, seen. Oh, Hook. when Richard Gere finds Tinkerbell um, <laughs> Wait, out on the street. Hook? Okay, oh, don't watch that. it as an adult. It's it's not good as an adult. <laughs> It doesn't. It doesn't sound like anything that I'd be interested in these days. It doesn't. It doesn't hold up. <laughs> All of this is upsetting. Um, okay, <laughs> so Link is back to normal, and he like one shots Ganon and says, "Let's get out of here." And they're like, "Cool." So great. So um, so they get back to the other back of the top side again. This is the end of the episode, and they're top side. And he goes, uh, "Zelda, you want to make out?" And she's like, "Yeah, all right, fuck it, uh, let's do it." And then he immediately like grabs a fly and eats it, thus grossing her out, so she will not make out with him. Yeah, again, I enjoy this. He he asks her, she's down. He does something horrendous and she immediately says, "I withdraw my consent, sir." Yeah. I think the <laughs> problem is 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 middle school age Ray saw this show on the reg and and the one lesson he took away was self-sabotage with women. I'm just saying this can cons- like what I got pretty consistently like compare it to G.I. Joe and how infrequently women get plot plot lines or even get to talk consistently throughout this. The three women that we see Zelda Tinkerbell fairy and the wall, Witch, are all dope. Yeah. But are you comparing yeah. it to, you talking about Deke era G.I. Joe or are you talking because original G.I. Joe, yeah, I thought I'm talking good about thing. even even compare it to you forget, sir, that we used to do the Bechdel test. Uh, we asked a lot more than we thought we would, though. Yeah, yeah, but we thought I mean, it was going to be zero and it did. turned out to be like 20 percent. Yeah, exactly. Whereas this is like you get the you get the mummy lady dressed up as the hot lady. Immediately she talks to uh, Zelda. 
That's fair. Yeah, good point. Yeah, good yeah, point. yeah. No, you do. Get, but were they talking about a man though? Because they were talking about how to cure the spell on Link. Uh, no. Th- this is when she says, "I don't want you to save me. I want, I want Link to save me." And oh, oh and, different part. You're right. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which okay. so I guess technically they were, uh, but you know, count it, count it mm-hmm. anyway. Who cares? It's fine. But I'm it's just close. saying. I thought, I thought this was fun. I enjoyed um, this. You know, I was a huge fan of this show back in the day, and this brought back a lot of nostalgia for me. So while (laughs) I, of course, had certain issues with it, rewatching it as an adult, I generally felt positive about my experience, even though I was kind of cringing a lot while I was watching it. I feel like my my thoughts on this are a holdover from the first time we watched, uh, which I don't recall, but I feel like it very much fell into the realm of um, uh, Link being a piece of shit and, you know, like Zelda having to take a back seat to him so like this just felt like um like paying lip service to the idea like you know she's 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 a woman wearing pants what a what is that foolishness and see, i didn't see uh, the first the first yeah. time i wasn't there yeah. all, so but, all i saw was if little gina was watching this show i would be like holy crap zelda is dope her aim with fruit is spot on she's not at all <laughs> afraid of a dragon like that that's a cool ass part especially like having watched a lot of uh, a lot of you know old era um doctor who recently and every couple of companions they have one shrieky female sure and she's <laughs> she's legitimately like stoked when she sees a dragon she is stoked there's not a split second of fear she's like hell yeah adventure time bitches and she dives right in and I would have thought this was cool. As a little girl, I would be like, let's pretend there's dragons outside and I'm going to be the one that that kills it. So I, I looked it up. So uh, we did the other episode of Zelda we did. It's called Underworld Connections. It's currently in the Patreon vault. And it was, it was a non-Gina episode. There was another female voice on there for the Boo. 10 seconds I listened to. And I could not make out who it was. So it was not Eileen Mary O'Connell, star of the internet. <laughs> so it was, it was a me-chan and a guest. And uh, we talked about Underworld today. So if you're a Patreon subscriber, you can go check that one out. Patreon.com slash knowing it's half the podcast. There's your ad. And then explain to me why I feel the way I do about this, because I don't remember. Did I win either of you over at all? Which frequently happens with Ray because he's very susceptible, but rarely happens with Chan because he's very stubborn. Um, I would say, yeah. I mean, look, it doesn't take a lot to convince me to enjoy an episode of Legend of Zelda because, as again, as like a, a, a middle school age kid, uh, I thought this was the shit. <laughs> so yeah, every Friday came by, I was like, fucking Zelda Day, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Most other kids are excited for the weekend. I was excited for Legend of Zelda. Everybody's working for the Zelda. Everybody. I. That's all I got. So yes, yeah, so, so we recommend the show. We recommend. So we've done episodes of Mario Brothers uh, to mixed reviews. We've done <laughs> we've done episodes of uh, of Legend of Zelda. We've generally enjoyed them. Uh, so all in all, th- could we call this maybe the most successful Deke show? Or do oh, we still look at <sighs> Inspector Gadget kind of through those? Because we've never done Inspector Gadget for this show. Maybe it's time. Yes, we have. Yeah, we I'm have. Sure. Yeah, yeah, we totally have. Oh. You may uh, have not have been there. You know how oh, you that's t- actually a good point. I don't think you were. Guys, we've done two episodes of Inspector Gadget for this show. Now <laughs> I, I'm doubting everything. <laughs> uh, it's it's having only seen one episode of this, whereas I've seen tons of episodes of of. It, it's not a fair fight because I've only seen one, 
compa- I mean, it, this is head and shoulders above Deke era G.I. Joe. I can tell you that. Definitely. Uh, so we did two episodes. But I did one of them, and I think uh, 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 the other one was a Christmas episode. So I think that was the batch during Christmas when I was completely unavailable. Yeah, it might have been an Aaron episode. We usually get him for holiday ones, or maybe a Marshall. Aaron LaPlante episode. I'm, I'm fairly, without looking at it, I'm feeling good that it was definitely an Aaron LaPlante episode. Uh, anyways, uh, that's our that's our show. Well, before we do that, though, we have some special things, Chan. We It's the theme song throwdown. Are you ready? This is week three of bracket three, uh, week three of the third quadrant. So uh, we just We're did, getting uh, there. We're yeah. getting there. Yeah. We're we've got we've got uh, a heavy hitter, one that I actually swapped in uh, kind of late in the game. And then one that was uh, brought to us by a Patreon subscriber, uh, Tim Blake. So hi, Tim. Let's do this. I want to be the very best. No one ever was to catch them is my real test. I mean, look, Pokemon yeah. is one of the all-time greats. That's a great theme song. That's tough yeah. to beat. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't slow. in. It is a little slow, it, but it's powerful. I, I mean, it it is like a power ballad from hell. It's just, just so much. Just, I love it. I love it. I mean, and, look, and great. I'll I'll tell you like how well it holds up. Uh, when we're driving to school, my kid is like play pokemon I'm like all right as soon as it's over play pokemon again yeah, like, that holds oh up. jesus that holds up, yeah. play pokemon and it will just go on and on and you know what i still kind of get a little charge out of it yeah it's good I-, I could listen to that multiple times and not be sick of it which which is saying a lot when you're talking about cartoon theme songs because a lot of them are very easy to get sick of yeah indeed and now next one we've heard it pretty recently and I mean, it's con. Uh, I was wasn't really expecting of it, but it is kind of a banger. Thundering across the stars to save the universe from the monster minds, Jay searches for his father to unite the magic root and lead his lightning league to victory over the changing form of Sawboss. Wheeled warriors explode into battle. Lightning strikes. There's a power that comes from deep inside of you. And every day reaching toward the light. And you know that's a long way you. But when your wills get you there, things will turn out. Keep them turning, don't stop them falling. The fire 
also awesome. Chase and the Wheeled Warriors. Also awesome. I this is one of those things where when I was a kid, my mother used to play music from when she was growing up. You know, like fifties, you know, early sixties, <laughs> like um, future generation. And and I was doomed. like. Yeah, these oldies are terrible. I hate them. Why, why? Why am I having to listen to my mother's crummy old music? I want to listen to like new stuff. Uh, so like when I hear that, like it's so eighties. And yeah, it's even though 80s. I don't remember like specifically this song when I was growing up, like I didn't watch Jason the Wheeled Warriors, but like it, it sort of like pings those like those eighties uh, strings in me. I'm like, oh yeah, this is kind of. Yeah, it's like my childhood sort of thing. So, like, if you if you give it to, to a kid today, or you know, like a, a teenager today, like, are they going to be like, ugh, gross, old dad's kind of music, or is, is there something <laughs> that kind of like uh, yeah, is fair. still you know still vibrant in it? Well, it's so funny because I remember like growing up, and even today, it's always just like, man, I don't like that old music. And then suddenly, I found out that uh, when I started playing the Fallout games, really all I'm into is pop music <laughs> of the 1950s. As it turns out, so uh, <laughs> that's that's my life in a nutshell. Uh, but no, I, you know what? It's basically it is it is the 80s versus sort of the uh, early aughts. Um, I think Pokemon came out in 99 or 2000, I think. Is yeah, it? 99. Yeah. And so, uh, uh, you know, those are kind of the it's two different styles of music, but it's kind of the same kind of music, just of its own era differently. And I think that's what makes this matchup so intriguing. Yeah, it's go out there and fucking fight, man. <laughs> and, you know, it's a uh, I, I don't know. I don't know how, to, how this falls. I don't know. Gina, do you want to do you want to go ahead and judge first? You want you want me to go first? All right. Yeah, I'll let's go have first. you go first. Uh uh yeah, I, you know, um last or whenever it was that we watched Chase and the Wheeled Warriors. Jace. Chase? <laughs> Jace. <laughs> it was literally last week. <laughs> <laughs> I have my memory's dead. Uh, um, it, it was, it was quite the banger. And I remember thinking, Ooh, this would, this would stand up in, in the battle, but hearing it right after Pokemon, uh, uh, I still think it's great, but to me, it doesn't hold the candle. Like, uh, you know, even that, that voiceover in the beginning, like Pokemon dives you right into it. And it's got a lot going on in terms of a yes. good song it, to the point where I, I, I wouldn't hate a grade school teacher who taught this to his chorus and had them sort of sing it in a little fun thing be right before, uh, um, you know, some sort of play that the kids put on or something. I would think that that was oh, delightful. I would dig that. Yeah. If you uh, had like, if you had like 30, like second graders singing the Pokemon song. Yeah. And the, and I'm even the it. singer, the way he like goes up, he's got a good vocal range. Like I can't, I can't sing those notes. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to give it to Pokemon. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. Chan, go ahead. Uh, uh, you get us next. Ooh. Uh, yeah, I'll, t I'll tell you what, like, uh, dramatically, I feel like I should be saying Jace and the Wheeled Warriors. So, like, it comes down to the last of it. But, like, Pokemon is real good, man. And I, you know, it's, it's, I, I don't know. I wouldn't say that it's maybe a uh, uh, number one seed, but it's real, real strong. And, um, yeah, I'm, I'm voting Pokemon. 
Interesting. I'm going to go with Pokemon as well. Um, that's going to be a clean sweep for Pokemon. And it's not that we feel like yeah. Jace is bad. It's just that Pokemon is that good. And I would just, yeah. my only argument would be uh, the way they are both sort of narrative driven, like except one sort of like lays it out there in the style of the 80s, because that's what it is, an 80s song, and basically just tells you what you're about to see. And Pokemon tells you the emotions of what you're about to see. And I think that hits a little bit harder. Um, and it, and it kind of tells the emotional story of Pokemon as opposed to just his name is Ash and he found a Pikachu, you know, and it's just like, that'd be right. fine. But like, I'd much rather, I'd much rather hear what Pokemon's doing. Uh, there's definitely something to be said for that dramatic v- movie voice that explains to you what's going on. It's, it's a fun retro vibe, but yeah, you're right. It's a uh, more of a show. Don't tell with Pokemon. So, right. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a uh, I'm a fan of all of the above. So, guys, we got a clean sweep for Pokemon. Um, and uh, you listen, uh, round two is going to be so hard. Like round one's already been pretty difficult for this theme song throwdown. Round two is going to be even harder because we've just eliminated everything we thought would be easy to eliminate. Oh yeah, you don't <laughs> and, and even some know. that should and some that weren't easy to to eliminate. Right, right. It's it's nothing but it's nothing but stone cold killers from here on out yeah, tell you it's, what geez, it's only getting and worse. i know and i can tell you right now because me and chan have talked about it briefly but the the fourth bracket of the four because this is where all the late entries came in and it's had the <laughs> most shuffling around and we have play-in games happening in the fourth bracket uh so this is gonna get real exciting that's where like even hard you thought these were hard bangers before the hardest bangers are in quadrant four so this is crazy <laughs> to me like this is gonna get wild and that's our theme song throwdown, you guys. How exciting. We did another one, and it it, it, it just happened, and I, we all remember. It was so good. Yeah. Didn't record never. that weeks ago at all. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I think we recorded a few days ago, and I still don't remember what it was. <laughs> uh, Jason, the wheel warrior. Was it Jason? Uh, maybe. If it wasn't, then, you know. Oh well. I don't think so. Uh, anyway, that's our show. Guys, do you have anything you want to plug before we get out of here? Oh. No. Gina, you're doing things. No, I, I am. You've got irons in the fire, as the kids say. I, Are you allowed to talk about it? I do. Uh, uh, I mean, we just got our premiere date for season two of The Unicorn. How exciting. Uh, which I believe is happening on the 19th of November. That's pretty fast. Uh yeah, they, as long as no one gets COVID, we're good. All right, that Knock sounds like that. you just jinxed it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what, just whatever happened. just happened here, we should not have said that. Should I have <laughs> mentioned that Walton Goggins was at the game today? <laughs> <laughs> Crap! Open, open mouth kissing everybody. <laughs> yeah, that's how they do the and, coin toss now. And, <laughs> and booing racial justice, which is that's real disappointing. Oh, uh, did not like seeing that. Thursday, Thursday the twelfth, Thursday November twelfth. It's a couple few months away. There it is. Okay, set your clocks, set your DVRs, set your VHS recordings. So I, I just recently looked online. Side note, and apparently, if you own certain Disney movies on VHS, they're worth like thousands of dollars. Yes. Uh-oh. And I yeah, looked, really I own one. like five of these special VHS Disney movies because my mom used to buy them for me for every holiday. So what I hear Ooh. Gina you saying is you should sell one every time you have a power bill due. I mean, I can't tell if it's legit. I went to eBay and there's people selling them for like $80,000, but that doesn't mean anyone's buying them. Correct. 
Well, I, I think know, I don't pull know one up for eighty thousand dollars and see what happens. Yeah, do it for seventy nine thousand dollars. Undercut Ooh, them. You can buy war. four roofs for that, Gina. Bidding war. <laughs> Gina, Gina has a house, so we we or this is anyway. So please don't rob <laughs> me for my sweet sweet VHS collection. <laughs> All right, Calder, <laughs> bring it down. Break over. it. <laughs> uh, Chan, anything you want to plug out there? You do other projects and shows. Eh, I'm fine. All right. Well, you should check out the Who Would Win show. We just did uh, Mario versus Sonic. Uh, we're doing a showdown September, the biggest matches of all time. Uh, the RoboCop versus Terminators of the world. The the Superman versus Goku's. I mean, I don't think that's been announced yet, but shoot, I, it's likely because that's a big time matchup. <laughs> and uh, I'll stop talking now. That's That's what we're doing. Enjoy it. Have a good time with it. What a delight. You can hit us up on the different links. You go to facebook.com slash knowing is half the different podcast. links. I see what you did there. Oh, damn. Zelda episode. See, we're trying. We're trying to make moves, whether I in- intend to or not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you can check us out on the Facebook page. Go to the Facebook group. You can check us out on uh, patreon.com slash knowing is half the podcast, guys. It's like four or 500 episodes of the show. Many of them are no longer available in the feed. Uh, including the uh, Legend of Zelda episode that we did before. If you want to check that out and hear more talk about Zelda. What a delight. Um, $5. $5 gets you in and you can listen to the whole thing. Listen to every episode that we have. If you would like to go a little bit higher, you can suggest shows like TJ Bronson did to do this episode for the main feed. And we will do episodes as they are suggested by the people because we appreciate the people. You at home listening now. You are the people. We want you here. You can also hit us up on Twitter. That's at G.I. Joe Podcast. Or individually, I am at Almighty Ray. At 999 RPMs. I'm at Gina Ippy. And that's the end of this episode. So may all your octos be rocks and all your Gannons be um, Gina's Christmas dinner. <gasps> no. Good night. Hi, I'm Kevin Goatee. Hey, I'm Kevin Israel. We host Gutting the Sacred Cow, the best and most unique movie debate podcast out there. Why? Because we invite our guests to pick a film that they find overrated or hate and try to convince us to see their argument. They must pick a film that is a financial success, widely beloved, or critically acclaimed. That's right. Some of the films our guests have tried to eviscerate, Raiders of the Lost Ark, Pulp Fiction, Ghostbusters? You can find us on all podcast platforms like Apple, Google, Spotify, and more. And if you want to watch our smiling faces, we're also on YouTube. GuttingTheSacredCow.com is where you find all of our information. And we look forward to our guests infuriating you when they attack your favorite films.